Well, hello there. Welcome to Reading with R. It's lovely to have you guys here again. As always, I've missed you guys. Have you missed me? Well, here I am with a brand new episode. How have you guys been? How is life? I know it's a struggle in this country called Nigeria, but we make it through. We keep pushing and we move, inshallah. So um, our book today is Daughters Who Walk This Path by Yejide Kilanko. Uh, the book is the author's debut novel, which I find to be really, really commendable because it is really, really, really well written. Um, I know you guys think I threw that phrase around a lot, but I actually mean it. I love, I love books that are written using simple language but they still carry you along they still mesmerize you they take you into the story they pull you in before i start talking about the book uh i'd like to say something about why i may seem partial to african literature apart from being an african that is and promoting africans and all of that no that's not really the reason I've loved books since, since, since as a child. Like, they would buy books for my brother and I would read them to the extent that they even stopped saying that the books belonged to him. They were just mine because everyone knew that I was the one that was going to read the books. When the driver came to pick me up from school, he knew to go look for me in the library. So, yeah, me and books have been together since way back. Books have been home to me. So that is why when I discovered African literature, it was like finding home in home because previously all the books I read were like Enid Blyton, where I would see ginger beer, scones, heather, moss, stuff I couldn't relate to, but stuff I imagined anyway. <laughs> so um, finding actual things from my surroundings things that happen around me, things that could easily have happened to my neighbor or my cousin's neighbor, my cousin's cousin, you know. It was a lovely experience. And I think um, 2019 was the year I really binged on African literature a lot, a lot, a lot. So uh, moving on, Daughters Walk This Path. Yes, I, I did read it in 2019, but I did a reread for this review. Uh, as the name implies, the story may be specific to a set of characters. The main character is Morayo and yeah, I guess her aunt Morenike, Auntie Morenike. But it is like the name says, Daughters Who Walk This Path. It's a story about daughters, females who walk this path. It isn't a story that is specific to just the two of them. It is a story that resonates with a lot of girls, a lot of women, not only in Nigeria, not only in Africa, but almost on every continent. That is, if not on every continent. It's quite a heavy topic. It's rape, child abuse. So the story opens up when uh, Morayo, that's the main character, she has a baby sister who is an albino. It shows us how the mother really deals with superstition and at first it gives you a kind of hope that the mom will really tackle it well. 
um, as is usual in these cases, the abuse came from a family member, Moriah's cousin who came to live with them as a troubled youth. But the mother's, her mother, Moriah's mother's um, reaction, even though I wasn't really surprised, it really did break my heart because as I said, she gave us hope that maybe she would be different, maybe it would be different this time. But that generational silence, that burden of silence that daughters who walk this path are burdened with is something that Moriah has to shoulder. And it is something that shows in almost all the choices that she makes subsequently in life. It shows in the way triggers come at her. It shows in the way she thinks of herself. It shows in the way that it takes her so much effort to overcome and maintain a normal relationship. So the reason I said like the almost two main characters are... Morayo and Morenike. Auntie Morenike is a really main character, but like she plays a super big role because the author wrote her in a way that it gives us a parallel, you know? She also suffered from abuse, but it shows us the other way. The the way, the road less taken, the road that Mor uh Morayo's mother should have taken, maybe things would have been better you know auntie morenike's mom fought through it all it was an influential member of the community who raped her daughter but that did not keep her quiet regardless the men in this book have been very 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 quiet you know moriah's dad auntie morenike's dad as well but um yeah moriah's boyfriend quite helped her have later to be husband oh sorry for the spoiler but yeah he was there for her a quiet support throughout and his behavior also shows how men could behave in situations like that and yeah what i was saying about parallels it shows us auntie morenike's mother's reaction shows us that you know it helped her to become a better person so yes, the fact that she didn't just let him go even though she couldn't really do anything to him other than call him out for his actions, that was a very good one on the part of the author. So one thing again that I would really like to stress on is the fact that rape comes from mostly family members or people that are close to like the victim so yes you really 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 have to give your child that opportunity that atmosphere where they would be comfortable where the child wouldn't feel as if it's his fault or he feels that he wouldn't be believed right moriah's parents didn't outrightly like say she was lying she they did believe her but they made it seem as if she was like tainted goods or something and she took it upon herself to believe them and it showed in all the ways that she behaved subsequently in university and all of that in fact the only thing that made her admit is the fact that she feared that brosty that's the name of her abuser her cousin would start doing it to her sister so no we can't take familial bonds as an excuse 
to let a person get away to let the abusers get away with it because quite a lot of times you will hear um families of the victim telling the victim to forgive and let go you you cannot you cannot know like i have heard countless stories about things like this how you would ju- the victim would just be told to forgive and let go not to tarnish the person's reputation blah 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 not to cut familial ties but really is that the way forward that is just aiding abetting and just making things so much worse so um yeah i've dealt with the writing style i've dealt with the themes and um yes okay so what i didn't like about the book is the fact that um she wanted to talk about almost everything in the same book which what made it a little bit boring in some parts like in the parts about antimorios uh, sorry antimorenike's foray into politics antimorenike was an advocate an activist she was a really wonderful woman a really good role model for morayo but you know i thought it wasn't really necessary i was just reading like blah 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 let me get past to the, just like the next part of the story so yeah you don't have to write about everything in a book you know you can just touch on them minimally if you like if you feel like it would give more context i understand that it is the state that nigeria is in politics is quite a necessary part of our lives but you don't have to show everything in one single book you know you could write another book that's an idea but yeah overall it was a really really wonderful book as with the best of books it will make you laugh at some points it will make you tear up at some points it will make you feel like entering the book to fight some characters or beat some sense into them at some points but yeah it was a good book so um owing to the fact that it's not that long and i don't want to give away all the details to anybody that might be interested in reading the book i think i will keep it minimal i like draw things to a shot here so which leads us to the most exciting part of the episode as always the poll so i've thought about it and i realized maybe i'll bring the recommendations to three yeah maybe it will make things easier and maybe a bit more competitive and this time around guess what we're not doing african literature all the options are not african literature i want us to diversify so that you guys will not see that i only read heavy stuff or talk about the issues in society that need to be talked about even though they do need to be talked about so this time around we'll go a little bit fun so the options are number 1 aisha at last by uzma jalaluddin number 2 hana khan carries on by the same author i am a bit partial to her yes but you know what to do and book 3 i am bringing it back again because no one voted for it on the first episode and i love that book it's so dear to my heart i want someone to choose it the invisible life of adi lero by ve schwab i love that book i just recently finished reading a book of ve schwab's but i didn't quite like it like the invisible life of adi lero it was um 
a darker shade of magic i loved it but you know it's a trilogy so eh, i'm not really in the mood for trilogies right now you know i have a lot going on but yeah it was nice i love ve shops writing so i will list the options again number one aisha at last by uzma jalaluddin number two hannah khan carries on by uzma jalaluddin and number three the invisible life of adi Leru by ve schwab right so i think that brings us to the end of this episode Oh, and before I forget, thank you guys so much for listening. For all the ones that know me in real life and meet me and tell me that they enjoy it. I I appreciate you guys a lot. And for all the people that I don't know in real life and yet they still listen and support. Thank you so much. And best of all, for the people that ask me for book recommendations, I love you guys. You guys are so precious to me. I love giving recommendations. It gives me so much joy. So thank you guys and see you next month. Bye-bye.